The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar is Amy Kazin from Evergreen Park Community High School. Why are you here and why aren't you off on a beach somewhere as an educator off for the summer, Amy? Um, I don't like heat, so the beach is not my thing. So that's number one. <laughs> um, I would always come to visit you because I enjoy spending time with you. Thank you. Um, but we're still in summer camp mode, so I actually haven't had a day off yet, um, even though the school year's over. That's coming in July. Um, But we're working on our summer camp show, and it's coming up very soon. So I wanted to be able to talk to you about it. I just feel, I always imagine that, like, teachers get to the summer and run to a beach. Like, that's, I I mean, I know I'm wrong for thinking that, but that's what I would do, right? Like, I would be like, remember that movie, Summer summer School? Yes. Yeah, right? And all the teachers get to the last day, and they're running out the building at the beginning, and they're trying to catch somebody to work in the summer. Is that what it's like, really? That is the perception that society has. I will tell you that there's very few to leave on the last day of school and come back on the first day and don't do anything in between. There's very few. And if you coach or if you are involved in any kind of extracurricular, it's definitely not the case. Honestly, we'd miss the kids too much probably. I know, but I just feel like you should get a break. We do. And and, and all of us do. I want want my teachers on beaches with my ties. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want them to relax. Fair enough. They've I, earned it. I do have a family vacation planned very soon. Good. Where are you going? Uh, we're actually going to head to Alaska. Alaska? You really do hate the sun. And I the really heat. do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a cruise? Yes. Oh, man. Those are interesting. I've seen those Alaskan cruises. You go out there. Sometimes the waves get rough. They're they're up kind of high on the side of the boat. And a killer whale comes by and eyeballs you. Like, you're you're ready for this? It's it's a bucket list kind of thing. And we're going to do it while we're still young enough to be able to hike and, and do the things that might be a little more adventurous that would go with it. That's awesome. Amy Kazin and the entire show brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. They are our proud sponsors here on the EP Podcast. They are part of Wintrust Community Banks, which is once again... Number one in customer satisfaction, winning the J.D. Power Award for it two years in a row. It's probably because of the $300 you get when you open up a checking account. It's probably because the ATMs are free anywhere you use them. It's probably because there are no overdraft fees. And over at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, when I walk in the door, they know who I am. Big time interest being earned on CDs, savings accounts, Get in there, get an account for the kids. I use them for all the kids in the family and I can very easily check in on what they're doing and help them get going with managing their money. Two teenagers in the house, first job, I'm keeping track. I'm just keeping a watchful eye on them. They make it very easy. Visit them today in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski, the first national bank of Evergreen Park. What do you have going on this summer, Amy? This summer, our camp is presenting Finding Nemo Jr. Okay. Um, it was just released earlier this year. Um, it's a, a kid's version of the show that has been da- running down in Orlando at Walt Disney World Resort. They adapted it for kids to be able to put on, and it's basically the story of the movie um, condensed into about an hour so that little kids can maintain the attention through the show. 
Um, they've added some really cool music and we're having a great time. I think it makes sense to do something that little kids are going to want to see because parents are looking for something to do with their little children. Like I, my seven-year-old, every morning I wake up, I see him, he's sitting there and he is looking to do something. You know, and it's not like I can send him out the door like my teenagers, like go do something right. Like go, go out. And no, he's looking at me and I don't have time for him. I'm like, what? I can't wait for this kid to go back to school. He's been out of school for a week and a half. So you need to find things for the kids to do. When, when is this play? So the show is on June 22nd, which is Thursday evening at seven. Okay. For our working parents who want to be able to take the whole family. And then the next morning on the 23rd, we have a 10 a.m. show which is perfect for exactly what you're talking about. For that little one that doesn't have something to do during the day, it's only an hour. It's right in the middle of the morning, before lunch, before nap time. If they're little, little, it's right in the sweet spot. Very cool. So how long did the kids uh, prepare for this? Was it something that got started, I would imagine, right after school let out and the camp began? We had a couple of evening rehearsals while 124 was still in session to get going and then we've been at camp all for full days it'll be a total of 14 days when the show opens 14 days run up and then show and then boom on to alaska something like that <laughs> i mean there's a parade in there and things that are coming up oh yeah too, you're gonna be, I, I'm, i'll see you at the parade we'll we be will there. travel at some point this summer yeah we're gonna be out in front of uh family waterproofing solutions along the route there at, at uh along 95th street they actually sponsor Southside pod Excellent. uh one of the other podcasts but uh, uh the ep podcast goes out and sits in front of their place because they, they have a big party on that lot and they give me a lot of room right there and it's a perfect vantage point so people can stop by so what am, where am i going to see you in the parade are you with the band so the high school the high school's representation is all pretty much together okay um so i know that the band and the guard will be out there typically the cheerleaders are out there um sometimes the dance team's out there i got an email from the, fo- the new football coach today that said that the team might might be walking this time uh we have a new head coach um, so there'll be a, a good representation from the high school, usually within the first 10 or 15 units. Oh, I've met Coach Ram. He's already come down here. Awesome. He's ready to go. Very good. All right. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what he has in store. So yep. I, so th- that's possible. They're going to be in the parade. That's awesome. So, you know, I always liked parades when I was in the band. That was like, I, I did enjoy them. I know some people didn't like them, you know, like mm-hmm. some people were like, oh, we got to go march in this thing. You know, it's one of those experiences you only get to do for so long and then you don't get to do them anymore. And I really did enjoy the idea of going down the street and everybody's cheering and you're playing the songs and they are simpler songs. You know, you play much more complicated things and in concert competitions. I mean, even when, you know, if you're in a really good band and you're doing marching band where you're doing like, you know, a whole halftime show and you're in those competitions where you're making shapes out on the on the field and stuff like that, you can get a little bit more complicated. But I like the, you know, the basic stuff going down the street, keeping time, listen to people cheer. I always had a smile on my face when I was doing that. Sure. Well, it's a great first performance because... Uh, they're actually in band camp right now and the new freshmen are joining the band right now. They start their band camp this early. They do a camp to get ready for the parade. Oh, wow. So, you know, our incoming freshmen that just graduated will be marching the parade after only practicing for two weeks. At the I guess that makes sense, right? Because so, like that's, you know, that's you, you lose the seniors. Once the seniors out the door, the seniors done. 
You're not going to find a lot of seniors who want to come back in the summer. It depends. There are some that, that love the program enough that want to do that one last parade. So there are some that actually do choose to march. They have that option once they graduate. Oh, that's awesome. They have the option to do one last parade if they want to. Very cool. Yeah, but, but it, it, you're right that it's a it's a simpler, it is a simpler performance. It's a longer performance. Oh, Your average is. halftime show is only seven minutes and it takes them an hour because Evergreen's parade is pretty long. Well, the hardest person, the hardest group that the parade is on, like the, the, the group that has it the hardest is the drums, because in the in-between, they're still playing. Correct. They have to, they, they do their whole, th- you know, there's the song, they're going along, then everybody else gets a break. They kind of get to look around and you got, and you get a little bit of like, you know, doing a little cadence as they're moving down the, down the street. And I always enjoyed that too, because I didn't have to play, but I'd be like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> These guys are playing. I don't have to do anything, you know? So that's, that's probably why I enjoyed doing it. But I, uh, there, there's nothing like a parade. There's nothing like being in a band, walking through a parade. I, when I got to be in parades later on, I loved it when I was positioned either right in front of or right behind a band because you got to listen to them the entire time. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, an Evergreen's Parade has so much rich tradition and history to it. And and the fact that it's not right on the 4th means that a lot of people from other communities come to watch because it's kind of the beginning of their 4th of July season, sort of. You know, so I think we draw a lot of folks not just from Evergreen. And it's always been a great parade. It just has. I love the Friday kickoff. Yeah. You know, especially because, you know, look, I, I think that not everybody has it. OK, and, right. and, but there are there is a section of people in Evergreen that disappear on the weekends. They either have a place that they're going to. They have friends that have a place they're going to. They plan their trips to go someplace. And, and normally the weekends when it kicks off, there's a reason why they did the uh, uh, the food truck thing in the park last year during the week. And they got a massive crowd. Right. And they're like, we're going to do this again during the week because sometimes the village kind of, the village loses about 20% of its population generally on, on weekends, I would say. Sure. And, and so to do it on the Friday gives everybody an opportunity to be there as a complete community. And it's the biggest crowd you're going to get on a Friday. And I think that's kind of cool that they're doing it. And I think it's neat that the freshmen get to come in and get their first experience at the 4th of July parade and listen to people all cheer for them. And that the seniors are like, I'm going to do one more of these because it's so much fun. Yeah, there are definitely some that do. And you're right, it's it's the biggest crowd that they perform for, really, because if you add up all the people on the street that they'll march by in that hour, it really is more than they'll have at a home game. Yeah. You know, when you add everything up, it just oh, yeah, takes for a sure. little bit longer. Oh, for sure. You know, so it's, it's a really great first performance to say, here, here's your biggest stage. Here's everybody in the community. You know, I will tell them, too, that, you know, the way they sound and the way that they present themselves, it doesn't just represent the school and and themselves, but they're kind of doing a commercial for themselves because we know everybody's going to go to the football game, but maybe they're going to decide whether they're going to sit in the stands and watch the halftime show or they're going to go get a hot dog at halftime. You know, so if they hear that the band is really good this year, that's their first impression. That's their kind of first taste of what they can expect at football season. People don't get that. I think that that's funny that, you know, because I think a lot of people will sit there and say, ah, the band. When it's a good band, people show up. Right. I remember like the band I was in back in the 90s was so good that they didn't really empty out in the halftime because people wanted to see what the band was going to do. And so that's we tell them that this is this is your first impression. You only get one chance to make a first impression. And this is your first impression for the whole community. Make them want to come to a game. You know, make them want to support the team, but make them want to support what you're doing, too. 
So the 22nd and 23rd is this play? 22nd and 23rd, the 22nd at 7 in the evening, and the 23rd at 10 in the morning. Tickets are through the website, www.epchsbands.org, or there's links on all the social media platforms. You got Finding Nemo Jr., you got the parade, you got killer whales and high waves in Alaska. A little bit of time off in the middle. <laughs> yep. And then we'll be right back at it. A lot of, lot of really great things at the school, some big changes, but... You know, a lot of exciting things on the horizon. Very cool. Amy Kazin from Evergreen Park High School. Thanks so much. Thank you. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street. Coming up here in just a few moments, Frank Murray from the Evergreen Park Library is going to be in here. This is all brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to offer you an alternative. Full Taster Bar, great CBD products, new location, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie, right next to Spoke and Vine, which is finally going to open. I have been invited to the special soft open this week. That is how close they are to opening that up. Evergreen Park's first wine bar. Going to be awesome. I'll have a full report right after the soft open on the EP podcast live this Thursday, 8 to 9 p.m. on YouTube and Facebook. And if you miss a live show, they're available on the EP Podcast channel on YouTube. I'm actually giving Hannah this episode off because we had so many new guests and she did so much on the live show last Thursday. If you haven't heard about it, check it out. Also, on the EPPodcast.com, there is now a link for you to fill out a survey about the EP Podcast. What would you like changed? What do you like? We've already read a lot of the early responses, and you know what? We're acting on them. The guest most requested is more with the mayor. So Mayor Kelly Burke is going to be on next week's episode of the EP Podcast. Now is your time to get your questions in. Use the contact form or hit us up on social media. So either go to the eppodcast.com, contact form, little microphone if you want to leave a voice message, or hit us up on the socials if you have a question for the mayor of Evergreen Park. Meanwhile, a pickleball tournament is kicking off on the 24th this week, Veterans Park, 97th in California. 18 tournament, $25 a person. Get to the Village website to sign up. As of July the 1st, the Village of Evergreen Park no longer accepting cash for water bill payments. All the other usual suspects for how you can pay a bill are available. You just can't do it with cash. The Evergreen Park Independence Parade on Friday, June 30th. We will be out at 95th and Turner in front of Family Waterproofing Solutions. Come by the EP Podcast tent. You can still go to the Village website, from what I understand, and sign up to be an entrant. On the live show, I actually mentioned that if somebody who listens to this podcast wants to enter just themselves, walking singularly down the street as an individual entrant, I will pay your $25 entry fee. Hit me up at the EPPodcast.com if you're interested. Also, hometown heroes, veterans, active military, call the Recreation Department. They want you participating. 708-229-3373. That is your EP Podcast Word on the Street. Our next guest brought to you by 
SidSauce.net, Evergreen Park small business. They grow peppers in Evergreen Park. They turn them into hot sauces. They deliver the hot sauces to your door. So many different varieties. Check them all out. It's the only hot sauce I use, SidSauce.net. Our director from the Evergreen Park Library down here now. Sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, our good friend Frank Murray is here. How was the uh, the summer reading kickoff party? Hey, Chris, how you doing? How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm sorry I didn't say hello right <laughs> okay, away. Don't. I was just diving into it. You just you know there's so much great content that I got to share. Well, so you you're just like, boom. You have a it. lot. And I, you know, have a half hour show. <laughs> and so, like, I have to get to your stuff immediately. Okay, so Frank, we got to cut you down. Again. How are you? I'm great. Everything good? Wonderful. You, the family's wonderful. Great to see you. Good. Did you have a wonderful weekend? Yeah, and you know why? Because yeah. of that summer reading kickoff there party. There you go. How did that go? That was great. We had I, I'm estimating over 300 people. We had. Um, well, yeah, because you talked Raymond. about it on the podcast. That's we talked why. about it exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the podcast is where it's at. There it is. Um, yeah, we had over 300 people. Great time. We had the rainbow cone ice cream. And we got 150 of them. And within the first half hour, those were gone. I was like, oh. I got a question for you. We're going to have to get more next You had the rainbow cone there, right? Uh Yes. Everybody wanted to go to the rainbow cone. Technically, the rainbow cone is just outside of Evergreen Park because it's on the other side of Western Avenue. Mm -hmm. We are debating right now for Mm -hmm. the Battle of Evergreen Park, which is all the establishments, the eateries, the bars, Mm. the, you know, any any place that serves food or drink in Evergreen, do we include the Rainbow Cone? Because it's right on the edge of town. That's a great question. And I feel like we'll aggravate people if we put it in there, but I know so many people from Evergreen Park go there. That it is basically an evergreen park. It's right, across, it's right across the street on Western. Yeah. Um, technically, it's Chicago, right? I know it is. So it's tricky right now. We're South trying to figure that out. Maybe. I don't South know. Side pod. I don't know. There's part of me that wants to put it in there. Just because I know it'll aggravate people. Ah, if you there annoy you go. people, you get you go viral on the socials. There you, know? you go. So sometimes you just want to you gotta jab a little bit. There we go. You know, get, you gotta you gotta do something that gets it sticks in someone's craw a little bit. We get down to the nitty-gritty in there. That's what Chris wants to do. Right. Get, right. Just annoy people. You got anything yeah, that's yeah. annoying that yeah, you, annoying. you got coming up in the next month at the library? No, nothing annoying. We got the, a lot of fun. The Dewey Decimal System's annoying. And you guys basically got rid of that. I never have to look up a book that way anymore, you know, do I? Dewey, Dewey and all his genius uh, did some great job classif- classifying books. <laughs> and uh, when it could be a little bit easier. But yeah, you know, we still have it. It's in the nonfiction section. All right. It's still being used. All right. Yeah. All right. So what do you have that's not annoying? All right. Summer reading. We talked about the summer reading kickoff party. Well, we've got summer reading going on June and all the way through the end of July, July 31st. My kids threw the first two rows. They got their first 200 minutes done. Yeah, he's already done. He's got his 200 minutes. He's on the refrigerator. Boom. Boom. So it looks like he's got a, a candy bar and some McDonald's free cookie coming his way. So it's not $200 because he thinks it's $200. Well, yeah. I don't know what advertising he heard from that, but uh, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, you no. Know, a lot of disappointed seven-year-olds that well, think they're getting cash. You know. So what does he get? Wait, he's seven? He's seven. Okay, seven-year-old. He gets a different prize depending on his I age. I was looking at our teens. I thought you were talking about your. Oh, your no, 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 son. no. My, my seven year old. What does he get? Your seven year old. So he gets a whole bunch of stuff. He's got an eraser, uh-huh. a fortune dice, not a gambling device. Eraser. An eraser. An eraser. An eraser. Okay. So you erase stuff off paper. Yeah, yeah, I know what an eraser is. I'm here to help. <laughs> fortune dice. Two free tickets to the Kane County Cougars and okay. a raffle ticket. And the raffle ticket. Um, we have a bunch of grand prizes, so whoever finishes all 600 minutes, for every 100 minutes, they get an additional raffle ticket. They can put in a pot, and we have 
um, like Harry Potter, Black Panther Legos, battle bags, Nerf and water guns, slime making kit, remote control spider. But you got to win the raffle for that. Right. What do the teenagers get for 200 minutes? So teenagers for 200 minutes, they get, uh, for the first 100 minutes, they get a candy bar and McDonald's free cookie, like I mentioned. Yeah. And then they have, there's a journal and a pencil. Oh, okay. For the 200 minutes. I'm going to say that my seven-year-old would want the cookie and the candy bar. Like he would have wanted that. Don't tell him that the teenagers got the cookie and the candy bar. Right, when it's his time. He's going to be like, I get an eraser and they got a cookie and a candy bar? He's getting the, he's getting the tickets to Kane County Cougars and... Yeah, he can't drive there. His first time. I got to take him to the yeah, Kane County perfect. Cougars. Perfect. No, Father's Day Boom. <laughs> Father's Day weekend. And the week, the, the uh, 100 minutes before that for the for the kids. Yeah. Windy City uh, Thunderbolts tickets. Oh, so is he, get, is he getting that? He both, yeah. Oh, so he's getting Thunderbolts yeah, tickets. Thunderbolts. Okay, now that's a good, that's a good prize. Thunderbolts right, and I'm Kane County. I'm going to that. I'll go to that one. There we go. All right. But yeah, so that's what we're promoting right now. Um, uh, kids, teens, and adults, Chris, I can't emphasize this enough to your listeners. Adults, adults, adults can all participate in summer reading. Um, what do adults get for 200 minutes? For 200 minutes, you Is get it a cash. Almost actually almost cash. <laughs> it's a coupon. I'm going to start reading. It's a coupon for a free item in our summer reading book sale, which is coming up at the end of, uh, July and into early I'm August. I'm sorry, a coupon for a nondescript item in a book sale. Correct. Your choice. I would it's have liked cash. Cash would have been better. Well, here here you go, Chris. I, actually, I want the candy bar. Cash is king, right? <laughs> so here's what you get. Grand, our grand prizes for the adults. We have gift cards to AMC Theaters, Target, Dick Sporting Goods, uh, local EP restaurant or business of the winner's choice, and then also to the EP driving range. Okay. So you can take all your, your coupons that you get for every 100 minutes you read and put that in whatever pot you want. Okay. So there you I go. I like that. There we go. I'm going to start reading. Well, hold. Whoa. Stop what? the podcast. No, I'm going to start reading. He's going to start reading, folks. No, I'm reading a book right now. I'm reading I'm reading uh Grant. It's the it's oh, like yes. the it's the it's, I find it fascinating. I I I become an old man now. I'm like my father. In fact, I'm basically reading his books now. Just reading He's like I read this books. whole book yeah. about Ulysses <laughs> S. Grant. And I'm like, I'm going to read a book about Ulysses S. Grant. And the first thing I find out is that isn't his name. The S is not in his name. It's not there. It's not his actual name. Somebody misspelled it on the application for West Point, and he just kept it because he was such a quiet guy, and he didn't want to upset anybody. So How he just kept that? it. Just kept not it. Not even his name. Didn't want to go to West Point. Was buddies with all the uh, the, the guys who were in the South. Yep. It's very interesting so mm-hmm. far. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee good. you, by the time I get done with this thick thing, I'm going to be in like 400 minutes. You, so I'm just, you, you, that yeah, one book going is going to knock out the entire thing. Well, hey, let me tell you how you can track your time. Yeah. You got two options. I one, can just guess and just fill it in because it's not like, I mean, honestly, I could just fill I it in. I could just right? guess. I mean, couldn't I just fill it in? You know, I could go get a piece of paper. I could fill in that I read it. And then you, how would you know? We, I remember having this conversation with you last year. <laughs> I got tickets to Great America every year got, doing this. We've got two ways <laughs> you could track your progress. One, via an official yeah. summer reading sheet uh-huh. uh, that you can pick up at the library or off our website. Or two, you can use the library's uh, um app that we're using to track all everybody's minutes called Beanstack. Yeah, I'll use the piece of paper. It's easier to forge that. It's easier to forge that. (laughs) All right, for all you listeners out there. I can't wait to go to one of these restaurants for free with all the reading I'm going to do. There you go, Chris. Sucker. Sucker. (laughs) Okay. You know, you really... Really defeating the purpose here, Chris. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. 
These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. I finally got my library booklet. What do you call that? Pamphlet? (laughs) Newsletter? Whatever it is. It Mm -hmm. opens up Mm -hmm. like a little book, like a magazine. And I I get this thing. So beautiful. Sometimes doesn't show up. We've talked about that before. Okay. This time showed up. First of all, the kid on the front looks like a happy kid. Well, how do you pick how do you pick these these people that you put on the front of the magazine? You know what, Chris, that's a great question. I'd say about 90% of the people that walk into that library and walk out of it look like that kid. He's yeah? smiling ear to ear. They're always happy like that kid. They're always always happy. And that's, I'll say 90% because there is some there's a 10%. 10% of them are flipping off the camera and you're like we can't put this in this. Well, or there's the one kid who today, you know, great programs by our kids department, but sometimes the kids aren't into it, you right. know, and they're screaming, they're upset for whatever reason, so you know. They might not be in the best mood. Right. But, you know. That kid turned in his, his reading and, and he got an eraser and he's got a face oh, on him. Oh, man. <laughs> so Actually, I think the kid wanted another eraser. All right. So this kid on the front, how does he end up on it? Because uh, I got to tell you, deep down, it's been a secret want of mine over the last five years to get on the cover of this. So how do, what do I have to do? First visit the library. Okay. I have to go inside. Gotta go, gotta visit us. All right. So that's where all these pictures taken. Then I gotta smile. Then you gotta smile. I gotta go you inside. Act, I gotta, gotta smile. act like you like being there. Act like I got. I can do that. All right. I can There's do that too. Yeah. And then I need somebody to take my picture. And then we need somebody to take your picture. And then it's just all about whether or not I'm pretty enough, and whether or not you're selected. On Tuesday, June twentieth, Chris is going to bring the whole Lanuti family in. Especially oh, they don't at, want it. They don't want to see what I'm 6:30. doing. Six thirty. No. Chris is going to teach everybody how to start a podcast. I am. So I, first off, I can help you promote this. I'm doing a podcast called Podcasting for a Living that is a subscription-based podcast that launched at the beginning of the year and has a good amount of subscribers that they're all people who are out there professionally podcasting, and I launched a consulting company as well. So now I have people that are professionally podcasting or starting off their own podcast and just trying to figure out how to do it who I help do it. I do production, I do like audio stuff, and I help people like kind of navigate the entire thing. So I was telling you about this and you were like, you should do a class. And I got roped into this. So I'm going to be there on the 20th. And I'm glad that the, I'm glad that the, uh, uh, the newsletter made it to me. Cause I didn't even have it in my calendar. So you now I know where to I'm going. put it in the calendar. Yeah, now, now, you I know, know. I will be there on the 20th. Tuesday, the tw- it's- By the time this episode airs, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's well, I'm glad quick. we, I'm glad I'm here. It's that quick. Okay. And you got your this newsletter. Episode, this episode comes out on the 19th and on the 20th, I'm at the library. So just in time you got At here. 630. Yeah. Phew. Yeah. We also have a Beatles trivia night on Friday, June 23rd at 6 p.m. Okay. You can register up to teams of four, four people per team. And the winning team is going to bring home their very own 3D printed yellow submarine trophy. Ooh. Ooh. Uh-huh. Look at that. Nice. Promoting your 3D printer and using it for a prize. To get people to come out and do Beatles trivia. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite Beatle? I mean, that's a different podcast. You got to have think. that. You got to have that. You got to have that ready to go. Paul or John. We also have video editing using iMovie on your iPhone. So this is really geared towards your iPhone, iPad users. 
It's going to be Wednesday, June 28th at 6.30 p.m. Who's teaching that class? We got a local resident, very much like you. His name's Tom Donovan. He's going to be showing people how to get started using your iPhone. Um, and then for all those uh, local history family tree researchers, we have a program coming up Thursday, June 29th at 6.30 p.m., Cultivating Your Family Tree. We're going to review software, online services, and other resources for research. This is presented by Dan Junglis. Uh, he's the ancestry guy. I just learned a ton about my family tree this week. A, my father's cousin goes to Italy to try to figure out where my great-grandfather Armando Lanuti came from. Mm. It is discovered. Like I got all the documents sent back from Italy this week. It's incredible. Yeah. It was discovered that he was an orphan who was abandoned by his mother who refused to have her name even on the birth certificate. So the translated Italian says that like the city magistrate goes uh, that he has the the uh, the nurse that delivered the baby standing here with the baby. The mm-hmm. mother is not here and the mother does not want to be involved with this child in any way and is giving up the child. Wow. So the guy who is the magistrate actually selects his name out of thin air, it looks like. So the first name and the last name completely just pulled out of, completely. out of nowhere. Wow. Which explains a lot because there's a lot of Lanudis and none of them seem to be related to us. We found them all <laughs> during Facebook. So like we're like the we're like the bastard Lanudis out there. That's what we are. You know what you need to do though? You need to bring the Armando name back into the Lanuti family. Yeah. I mean, well, well, there is one. There's, there there's, is? Yeah, one? I, got, right. I got a cousin that's okay. out in right. Indianapolis who's that's got just, that. That's just, that's an awesome name. Yeah. But I mean, that, that, but that, that's where we came from. And then we were able to find out that my great grandmother was born in a completely different town than we always thought. And her tombstone is wrong by the year and the date of her birth. So she's been she celebrated her entire life (laughs) on one day day of her birth and the wrong year. And the tombstone is wrong. And the we learned so much. We didn't go through ancestry. We just literally sent somebody to Italy because, you know, that's how we do here with this oh, family. There we go. Like, we just hunted that's, it down. That's we're a like, story. We're not giving our DNA into anybody. We're just going to go find it ourselves. That's going to be on PBS pretty soon. F- finding your roots, Chris Lanuti. There you go. Well, I didn't do it, but I'm going to take credit for there it because I have the podcast. There you go. That sounds pretty neat. And another awesome event that we want to make sure everybody's aware of is Introduction to Dungeons and Dragons. This is going to be Thursday, June 29th at 6.30 p.m. We've actually had a lot of people ask us oh, about nerd. this. <laughs> We've had a lot of people ask us about there's this. There's a lot of Dungeons & Dragons players. My my daughter likes Dungeons & Dragons. There we go. Uh, it, it's, come there's out. a lot of people that are into it. It's something that I think is getting bigger again. Mm-hmm. And I think Stranger Things Stranger kind things, of sure. pushed it a little bit. Yeah. Like People are like, what is this thing? But I mean, this is like a... I went to that C2E2 with my kid. Dungeons and Dragons is like a huge thing. Like this is a thing that people are really they were there was always a group that was into it, but it's expanding right now. You've got a lot of Dungeons and Dragons players right here in Evergreen Park. Well, I'm hey, surprised you're doing introduction to it because I think you got some high high, high end, end nerds players. around here. Yeah. Well, that's what we're hoping. We've always been looking for somebody who knew the game. Like I don't know. No, I don't no, know no, it either. So we want somebody that can actually know what they're talking about. So we were able to find somebody. So um, his name's Drew Turk. He um, is going to, he's, he's going to arrive he's in gonna, a cape. He's going to, he's going to teach us. He's going to teach us the role-playing game and uh, show you how you can create a character, design a journey. Um, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. Five bucks says he arrives in a cape and he has his own 20 sided die inside of like a bejeweled uh, a bag. You know what? He might be cuss. <laughs> you know what? He 3d printed one of on our 3d printer. Did. Of course Boom. he did. 
And then let's see, uh, those were, let's see, let's go back to the kids here. So kids, we've got a bunch of fun going on too that I want to make sure uh, they're all aware of. We have our ever popular tie-dyeing t-shirts on June 22nd at 3.30. You can bring your own washed uh, white cotton t-shirt um, for fun. We're going to be doing that outside under the tent in the in the back of the library because that's just going to be a lot of fun. Is the tent staying up all year? It's staying up until uh, end of the summer. Okay. Yeah. So what, are you using the tent every day or you just have a tent? We have the tent set up. So at least a couple times a week, we're hosting programs out there. Okay. Like we did our, our chess class out there last night. Got to use that outdoor space. And then we're having the amazingly popular kids musician, Jim Gill. He's performing at the library live in person on June 27th at 6.30 p.m. I think we talked about him last time because he was going to come in the winter. He got sick. So we rescheduled for the summer. Okay. He's amazing. But he's a big deal. He's huge. What does he's he do? Huge. He's hands he's on amazing. races with all the kids? No, he's the opposite. He gets them up, moving, dancing, clapping. Um, he's known throughout Chicagoland nationwide. He's amazing. Um, I was at a library before and we had over 150 people come in. To really? See Jim Gill. Yes. This guy's a beetle. He's he's in awesome. the library world he's, he's, with children. And he's very good. He's very good. Most of your kids' songs or children's songs, especially that you hear in story times are using a Jim Gill song at some point. Wow, okay. I, you know, when you come in here and you give me all these different people that are coming in, I always just picture them all standing in a room together. You know, the dungeon masters over there <laughs> on one end, and then you got the other person with the yellow submarine, and you got the people dressed as the Beatles, and then you got Jim Gill sitting there with his guitar. Like Ban- I ima- Banjo. Right, Banjo. I imagine all these people in the same spot at the same time, and it makes it very interesting for me in my mind. If you're planning on coming to Jim Gill, make sure you register because uh, we're gonna we need to know where we need to host. He's that big at. of a deal. He's that big of a deal, folks. Jim Gill is coming. Jim Gill's okay. coming. Call your friends. Call your neighbors. Call your loved ones. <laughs> Go to Ancestry and try to find people that you don't even know are related to you. And then once you find them, call them as well. And then make sure you reserve a spot for Jim Gill. That's uh, I'm going to be googling Jim Gill the moment you, really, you walk over. I'm like I don't know who he is, YouTube, but I can't wait. He's all over YouTube. I, you'll, be, you'll be able to find him. I'm going to be a Real huge quick. Jim Gill fan by the time you get back. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP podcast. Evergreen Park. I can keep going though if you want no, me to. No, no, that's good. See, I got to He's cutting my time, people. I used to have the whole segment. Now I'm down to five minutes. And I got to cram all this stuff in. <laughs> <laughs>